this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Come on, there's two of you. Oh, hello there, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined as always by a man who has pawned off his pants and underwear and is jacking his boner off with a handful of thumbtacks. That's Jeff Clark. I'm back in studio again. Again? Is this the second straight week? I think so. Uh, yeah. A little high. All right, fair enough. And beaming to us from a mountain of gold... A very nice man known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Man, perfect intro. Well done. And that's as edgy as we're getting today. Yep. Yep. Not gonna not gonna touch on matters of uh that's gonna make people's blood boil. I have something to review though. You do? Yeah, I do. Um I don't I didn't mean to jump ahead. I didn't mean to jump ahead. Um I also went back to the coffee shop. This weekend, oh my goodness, which is which was glorious, by the way. I mean, since we have these things on the docket, I mean, I know, I know the Joey Diaz weed has you uh, a little real plastered, spacey. real spacey. Yeah. So is this is this the wrong week to bring something back? Oh no, <laughs> it might be. Actually, yeah. it isn't. It isn't because no, we need to. We need to. Let's bring it back. All right. I think well, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is what would Jeff do to suck a dick? Like, oh yeah, wait a yeah. second, damn it. <laughs> no, I. I mean, the planets have aligned to just send Jeff into another dimension. So, oh, I and I gonna bake up some fresh Jeffy cakes. Feeling Iron Man, bumper clad boy, I'm boy, I and I and I. This isn't even on the internet anymore. Lord of mercy. I mean, it's That's been how a while. old school this is. This might be the first visual baking with Jeffy cakes we've done since we started recording the show for YouTube. Absolutely, it absolutely is. I, I, I mean, this we got rid of this 2016 before Trump. Before no, Trump, no, because we we did baking with Jeffy cakes on uh, episode 420 with Doug no, Benson. No, no, no. But like we did a baking with Jeffy cakes, Jeffy cakes essentially every week, pretty for much. F- yeah, like how many years? Three, two, I'd... until we ran out of things at the dispensary for you to try. Right. Yeah, uh, and I think that ha- I would say 2015, right? Probably the... around there. Right. Yeah. So I do remember there was one time where I mean, we used to find the craziest shit, like weed pizza, weed ice cream. Uh, on episode 420, we did weed horchata. There, there, there's even a fucking weed asthma inhaler. And I remember, for some reason, that one on our YouTube page caught traction and it got more views than most of our stuff. And anytime that happens, anytime something gets out of the Puminati bubble and the fucking normies start watching it, some there was some Karen in the comments bitching that we were goofing off and having fun with a weed inhaler. Yeah, like it was a medical thing. Yeah. Oh, you see, this is why medical marijuana gets a bad rap, because people like this get it and have fun. 
<laughs> Ew, you fucking turd. Well, get uh, off our page if you're wearing a wire. It was God all, damn it. It was also where <laughs> it was also helping my anxiety. So, thank you, marijuana inhaler. Yeah, we didn't include that in the clip, you fucking bigot. <laughs> oh, wow. What a strong so, take. Unfortunately, it, this one isn't as exciting. It's it, not like I found a weed. I don't even know what's left. We it, did the whole fucking spectrum. That looks like weed Altoid, like either an Altoid case or a chewing tobacco case. One of those two. And one sounds awesome. Like, I fuck with Altoids. I've, so, never, I've never had chewing tobacco. This might be the least exciting Baking with Jeffy cakes we've ever done. Oh, hard pivot. Only <laughs> because it's nothing new. So oh. I got these from my cousin. My cousin lives in Colorado, and these are some Colorado edibles. But he he brought them to Telluride and was like, here, take these home with you. Check these out. And they're fucking bomb. I love them. They're gummies. They're straight up just just gummies. Okay. But they're prepared. In, so it's got a double label. There's this thing that says Funk Mint, which has Is like a little... Bottom? I think it's the bottom, yeah. And then the top says dialed in gummies. Terpene rich, full spectrum rosin. Not resin, but rosin. And these gummies were made via sous vide. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Shuddy, are you familiar with sous vide? It's a cooking term, but that's the extent of it. Oh, look at that. Okay. Captain Dum Dum here is... Ready to school you motherfuckers on some shit. Yeah, but how do you know what sous vide is? Who told is, you? Is it like a canapé? You didn't. You don't know this on your own. Uh, Joy told me it. Well, no one knows things yeah. on their own. Everyone's got to be taught stuff. So my sister got a sous vide, which, like, it's basically like a, a thermometer thing. You hook it to the side of a pot. It goes in there, and it'll heat the water up to whatever temperature you set it to exactly. So she started making sous vide steaks where you, like... You get your cut of meat, and you almost like shrink wrap it. Put it in plastic, put it in a baggie, and then you put it in the water. Boil hook, it. Hook the sous vide to it, and it it like through and through cooks it perfectly to what you want. And she said when she cuts that bag open, and I think you like you'll throw it in a pan for like sixty seconds on each side just to get a sear. But she's like, it is. I, I've been to steak houses. I've never had a steak as good as this in my life. So basically, these gummies are prepared. <laughs> sous vide style. So am I gonna like? I, I, am I gonna say I've never had a gummy, a weed gummy that tastes like this? No, I don't think so. Like, what's the? Uh, are they are they much better or different than Kiva gummies or the the El Camino ones or whatever? They're bigger. Okay. Yeah. Are they? So, what, what, what? How much is it per uh, per gummy? Like how many milligrams? Ten milligrams. Okay. So they're not particularly potent. I am. A complete bitch when it comes to weed. I have a ver- very low tolerance when it comes to smoking it. I have a very low tolerance when it comes to edibles. I've been eating these all weekend, and they kick my ass. They definitely rock me, but it's such a good high. It doesn't like. It doesn't put me in a bad place. Any body high thing. A little bit. Nice. Okay, yeah. I'm excited for these. So I love these. Well, fucking Mama, things. do you want one? They're bigger. There's one left. There's one left, and. I had to save it for a baking with Jeffy cake so you can try them out. I have a lot to touch on here. You said a lot of things that made me think things. Again, I am a little spacey. <laughs> Shuddy, you know way more about dogs than I than I would for sure. If little mama were to give her a weed gummy, what would happen? 
not going to do it. Well, I'm just asking. Being as I have experience with this. Yes. Um, she, I mean, she's not a very active dog to begin with. So it, there might not, other than her eyes not being able to be open, there will probably meet, not be much change to her demeanor. So she'll be real chill. Want more real hungry chill. and real that lazy. That time that MJ accidentally ate four pot cookies. Whoa. Uh, that she, was scary. I was very concerned, but what did she, she came do? out on the she other just, side. just like lied on the floor the whole time? Yep, that they were on the couch next to me the entire time. And when I tried to get her up to move, she would sit down and literally tip over. <laughs> she was wasted. All right, she, well, little mama, you're not going to get one of those. Just wondering. No, there's only one left. But like <laughs> my, my cousin got these for me, and he was like, try them out. And... I, I hit up art because it has fucking arts language all over it. Okay. Our homie, a real true stoner who. So gay. <laughs> <laughs> he works in like the cannabis industry. He's always hit me with these fucking science terms. I'm like, I got no fucking idea what you're talking about. You're talking about like floor peens and bing boings and. Yeah. The, yeah this has bing it. Has, boings. It's terpene rich, full spectrum rosin. And I was like, what the fuck is rosin? And he texted me back, War and Peace. Just the longest thing. Essentially, like, they throw a bunch of weed in a bathtub full of water and ice. And then it gets strained. And then it gets, like, pressed. And then it gets heated and pressed again and strained. And I don't fucking know. But apparently, it's it, it, this shit is expensive. I, my, co- my cousin didn't tell me how much this stuff costs. But Arts was like, yeah, those things are probably pricey. What is pricey? The edibles. I mean, like... Oh, I don't know. Like, what's the number that, like, is $30 pricey or, like, $150 well, think, pricey? Oh, no, I don't know if it's that much. But he was All saying, right. I think, that stuff. Looking it up. The, like, rosin shit. Because I think it, it's, it's like, I think it's the end result <laughs> of stuff you dab. I think did it's, like, wax. Did Arth fucking copy and paste something from Wikipedia and just text it to you? No. He, he, he actually texted it all out? Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. I mean, I, obviously, he legitimately knows what he's talking about. I was just—I didn't know if he just did the shortcut. Sometimes. But so these gummies are a little <laughs> bit bigger than most gummies are. You can see it's kind of like the size of my thumb. Yeah, it looks almost like a YouTube. Sour Patch Kid type size. Yeah. So the flavors are are there's two flavors in it. It's Blue Ice, and uh, what's the other one? It's isn't, like isn't that a Zoolander thing? Mango, or how's that Blue Steel? That's Blue Steel. A guava. So I think the one that's left is a guava flavor one. So I don't know. When I started eating these things, I think they taste awesome. I like the consistency of the gummy. That must be the sous vide cooking style. But again, (laughs) I know it's not the most exciting thing in the world to do a gummy on baking with Jeffy cakes. But these are ones that we can't get because they're in Colorado. They seem to be pretty fancy the way they're made. They're 10 milligrams, a little bit more than, than most average gummy, but... I do know what you mean by the consistency. Like This is an enjoyable right? process. Eat. Yes. They're fucking good. I like this. And I the, mean, the I high hits you really quick. Okay. And it's it, for me, who's, who's become an unfortunate bitch, it's, it was, I found it to be pretty manageable for as how high I was. Nice. <laughs> it tastes good. 
And I think it is going to add to my high. Hopefully, I get a little body high. And it's yeah. more of like a... Is this more of a sativa or indica, does it say? Hybrid? Anything? Uh, Whatever. Know, my guess matter. would be... Is, uh, it's a hybrid. I guess I just... When I see sativa, I think more body high. and and I Colorado like a, does not seem to he- have their menus online. Those motherfuckers. Thank you for this. Yeah. Dude, something I realized recently... Or I have been realizing um, that kind of relates to what I did this weekend and what I'm going to do this upcoming weekend, which will be drink and party with you guys, watch MSPH Wrestling. Digitally drink and party with you guys, watch yep. MSPH Wrestling. Dude, I'm a lightweight when it comes to booze. Really? Like, epically. Yeah. How quick do you get like fucked up now? I mean, I mostly drink IPAs, but after like like two or three, like I'm like kind of feeling it. Uh, I haven't really went out for shots or done shots like out and about in a while, but I did this past weekend, not like a round of, or like a bunch of them, just like one shot. But I don't know, like my, so when I was growing up, my father didn't really drink. And then when I got into college, he started to like, you know, drink more socially, more with me when I came back from college. Yeah. And he was a lightweight and and like in college, I could drink a lot more than I could now, and I always just like my, my father's a real pussy. Like I can't <laughs> believe this guy drinks like such a bitch. And I'm pretty much approaching that not as not that big of a bitch, but pretty close. Like I can't drink as much as I used to. I don't have the the loss of tolerance with weed like you. That's fine, but fucking I cannot drink. How old are you now? Thirty five. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, you know, if you're not out drinking often, then you probably does probably do lose lose your tolerance. And I don't go out drink. I'll have a an IPA or two like every day or every other day. But yeah, man, my drinking tolerance went down. I I uh, connected with my college roommate, uh, freshman and sophomore year. Came out here with his wife. Nice. Uh, stayed in the Godfrey, which is like a new hotel in Hollywood, whatever. Um, and then came to Long Beach and we went out, had dinner and drinks with them, me and my brothers, and they stayed with me. And then the next day, me, bitch ass Paul, and them all met up at our buddy Brady's house. So we all, we all went to college together and, uh, my homie bought these things called happy. I think they're called happy penguin or happy Saturday. I don't know why. I don't know. Anyways, they're like seltzers. And this motherfucker put down 12 seltzers, <laughs> which Jesus. isn't like an alcohol, like as an alcohol feat. It wasn't that impressive. It's just like, it was just like weird to watch someone punish seltzers as if we were in college again. Um, yeah. And like, I, I, they're not, it's not like you're drinking, you know, I don't know. The only example I can think of is camo, which was the fucking camel piss that we used to drink. When I was in college, that was like two dollars for a forty, but it was nine percent alcohol. Right, tasted like vomit, but got you wasted. But I mean, the those those fucking uh, those seltzers are made with malt liquor. You can't taste any alcohol in them, but you'll get fucked up drinking them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I can't, I can't. I'll goof on White Claws all day, but I can't drink twelve White Claws. Yeah, it'd be like drinking twelve Miller Lights. It was yeah, just, it was just a trip. Just like this fool really crushed a twelve pack of seltzers. 
don't know, but I'm, I've so I feel you with the losing tolerance on on weed because I've I've I'm losing tolerance on alcohol and I have to like approach MSPH wrestling carefully with alcohol. Like I yeah, can't start you blacked out at like the last five. I think right, not the last. No, the either the last one or the one before. I was legitimately fucking hammered by the end. Like I, we got to the end. Like where we all just like, all right, peace. And like I pretty much just like passed out as I like exited Zoom. You pulled a tube in. You <laughs> I, thought you had closed Zoom, but you just stood up and started jacking off. I was I was fucking wasted. Um, so I think that was two MSPHs ago, and then the last one I monitored it a little bit better. Like I didn't start drinking until like the the second or third match because we we you know we connect for a long time. I know. Those like these MSPH big. wrestling events are. Are pretty long, so if you miss the start, you can still jump in and uh, catch yeah a lot of the action. Don't worry, we'll put all the Canadian and women matches up front, so you don't miss anything important. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, we've got we've got the rest of the matches to announce later in the show. I feel um, a little something. I think they do hit quick. I will say that I don't know what what it is in the manufacturing of those gummies, but. Something about them just hits differently, and I'm fucking so bummed out that they're gone. Cause yeah, you if, wasted it on me. Well, bacon with Jeffy Cakes. Content. It's content. Yeah. It's cool. And I mean, you know, weed's for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. But if they if they had these in dispensaries around here, I would have a fucking stack of them. It'd be like in a regular thing. Oh, yeah. They're, they're fucking great. Well, when's your next snowboarding thing? Is there a chance you go back to Colorado in the not-so-distant future? And- no. I mean, yeah, you have a California snowboarding move, so you don't really need to go to Colorado. Yeah, and the season's almost over. I think Mammoth is going to be open for a little bit longer, but for the most part, snowboarding season for for this year is done. But that's what I'm saying. In Colorado, even in Colorado, like, could you go get some snow, some summer snowboarding in there? I think, mm, no, probably not. I think Telluride closes in like a week and a half or something I mean, obviously that makes sense i just for, for some reason i figured there would be like year round oddly enough mammoth skiing. in california stays open for a while there was one year where they stayed open until the fourth of july yeah global warming my ass <laughs> <laughs> um well i guess we could talk about we can do some reviews you actually went to the theater this week yeah i went uh i had a jam-packed weekend dude i went to oceanside with again paul um, and my old roommate and his wife. And then the next day, I uh, watched some basketball at the coffee shop and watched a golf tournament that I won money on. Dude, I keep winning money on golf. <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, went and saw the movie X, horror movie, which I assume Shuddy has very little interest in, not a horror guy. And it's a horror movie that is about a, uh, in the 70s, um, a porn crew gets a like a I don't know, an, uh, a boarding house at some dude's ranch uh, in Texas, in West Texas, and they're going there to shoot a porn, and then that's oh, I'm definitely out. Yeah, so he is. It wants no part of this this movie called X. It's and it's an A24 movie. Oh so no! It's a it's the movie stu- it's the 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 tool of movie movie studios. Yeah, this is like Shuddy's Kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of this shit. I, I figure you would have saw it. Perhaps I felt like we talked about it and you were excited at seeing this, and I was kind of under the impression you were going to see it like well, opening got, weekend. No, I got I got invited to a screening of it, 
and couldn't okay. go because I had something going on. But I Fucking afterwards, I heard it was good. And then well, a member of Pooh Team 6 went and saw it and reported back by saying it wasn't all that great. And this director, Ty West, has I've seen some of his other movies like uh, House of the Devil and um, The Innkeepers. I saw those two. And they both looked really cool. Like, their packaging was great. I loved the posters. I loved the vibe of them. Uh, the trailers look good. And then when I watched them, I was just like, ah, God, I was just fucking bored throughout them. So when I heard a lukewarm review on it, and this is a director I'm already iffy on, I was just like, ah, you know what? There's good stuff coming to the theater soon. Like, uh, this coming weekend, I already have my tickets to everything, everywhere, all at once. The new Michelle Yeoh movie, made by the guys that did Swiss Army Man, and it looks fucking epic. I literally don't know anything you just said. The trailer looks like something uh, that could be a potential five-dicker. I have high hopes. A Kevin five-dicker or a unanimous MSPH five-dicker? No, a Kevin five-dicker. Fair enough. Okay, well, still, I mean, that's that's saying a lot. Dude, so the highlight of X for me was seeing the trailer for the new Nick Cage movie. That is... Like, stop, that, that is what we're doing whenever, whenever, whatever night it comes out. We're going to see that, It comes right? out 420 weekend. We're going to see that, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually... Fucking call Carl, call Carl right now and tell her that you're locked up that weekend. Carl knows the, the deal. We we've already discussed. Is she gonna it. come? Yeah, she's invited to Nick Cage uh, tonight. That's that's gonna be like uh, an Alamo Draft House outing. Uh, love it. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to find a date. We're well, doing Mama, that. We're doing that one Alamo, right. You wanna go to an Alamo Draft House with me? Because <laughs> both those movies, that new Michelle Yao movie and the new Nick Cage movie, I think it's called like the unbearable weight of massive talent. I think. Both of those were shown at South by Southwest, and those were the two movies everybody was flipping out about. Oh, really? Yeah, my brother was saying that it got like unanimous or uh, a big um, um, ovation at uh, at South by Southwest. Yeah, <sighs> Man, so that I'm looks super so pumped. sick. I yep. can't wait for that. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much that. That's like a perfect like kind of way to sum up how I felt about X. The you know the best part of that movie was the trailer. For uh, the Nick Cage movie, I didn't like it very much. And now I we came out of it, and Bill said he he was like, "Oh, I thought it was like genius." I was like, what, dude? The movie sucked. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how much of the plot I can give away. I feel like I can give away most of it, and I talked about a lot of it already. But they, yeah, they porn crew gets a, a boarding house in West Texas from this old couple, and then the horror ensues. The violence. Um, I thought it took a little. I think I didn't think it was very scary. Actually, I didn't think it was scary at all. I thought it was mostly stupid. Um, the violence was like well done, and that was like fucking like ugh, like kind of gruesome kills. Gruesome kills, like when you like when they happen. But I, I don't know, like how they got there. I don't really want to spoil much of it in case anyone is interested because I thought the trailer kicked ass, and I had a lot higher hopes for this movie. But you should, I don't know. So I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but. Just like the murderers, like their choice of who were the murderers was fucking whack and how that. And there was an obvious twist that should have been there. Like I saw it coming and it never happened. And it wasn't, It, you know, like I thought a character was going to turn out to be evil. Yeah. 
and they never did. And it was like, well, that was kind of a way. Like that's totally. And you were mad that your prediction didn't come true. Kind of, <laughs> because the character turned out to be like just like epically boring, and like even yeah. like in the final scenes with the character, it was like, oh, that person wasn't cool. Like it should have added. Like they should have made this part. This character. I had that happen to me with a movie I watched this weekend. Okay. Um, well, I want to hear about it in a second. I, I'll wrap mine up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, my, 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 my review's pretty much over. I, I give it like a two and a half. It's like two and a half X sticks. So was, was the reason you didn't like it because it was slow and boring and took a while for stuff to happen? Yeah, like. Because that's kind of, that was, that's been my issue with his previous movies. The, mur- like, the killers, like, should not have been the killers. They should not, like, it was, all right, spoiler alert, spoiler, like, the old couple's really creepy. And they're very violent, but it's like, well, they're also, like, very old in the movie. And they don't even move very fast. Like, it's not like they're supernatural, you know, uh, old people. Like, they turn into, like, <laughs> at night, they turn into, like, fucking badass old people. No, they're just old people the whole time. It's like, well, that's fucking lame. Like, who's slapped this old dude in his fucking head and get on with it? <laughs> well, they can't. These old people get the drop on them. So... I thought it was stupid. I thought it took way too long to get scary. And then when it got scary, it didn't even get that scary. It was just the kills were gruesome. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But that wasn't like like good suspense. Had titties. Always cool. Need that in a horror movie. Yep. Need that. But Good titties? Yeah. Yeah. Solid titties. Because, like, I, I mean, his other stuff, House of the Devil, like, the poster is so fucking cool. The other one he did, Innkeepers. Really, really cool poster, and it's such a bummer. I don't know, because I have, like, a... You know, the movies that I loved as a kid all had cool posters, you know? Like, the horror movies for, you know, Return of the Living Dead, 80s horror movies were always so sick. And then the movies ended up being sick, too. And this, I feel like this, this guy's got his posters nailed. The posters look great. The trailers always look great. But the movies always just, just drag and drag and drag. And then when they finally pay off, it's like, ah... Man, it wasn't worth sitting through all that shit to get here. Yeah, like it was an hour and 45, and it felt like a couple hours. Uh, it felt like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, I had a lot of hope, high hopes for it. I mean, I, I will it, watch so. this eventually because I'm intrigued by the kills. But someone from Pooh Team 6 gave it a poor review? Yeah. Well, that's that, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What did you see? So I watched a couple streaming movies. movies um, Did you see The Bad Vegan? No. I don't no, even know what that is. Yeah, no, I, I was kind of thrown out there not expecting to you know what it is. It's a documentary, uh, a Netflix documentary series about, I think, like a vegan business that turns corrupt. and No. Oh. I don't know. Supposedly it's pretty good. I'm going to check it out. I'll report it back looks, to uh, the, uh, the trailer for it looks really good. Oh, really? Okay. I'll, I'll uh, connect with... Uh, Puminati Elite Bonnie. She's into the Netflix uh, original or true crime documentaries. And vegan stuff. Oh, that's right. She is a vegan. Yep. She's sensitive about the vegan stuff. Yeah, I made fun of her. Don't you goof on her. I she made, listens. She's going to get pissed. I made fun of her about it once, and she was just like, you can see the door. Like, unfollow me. I was like, whoa. Have you been vegan this whole time? <laughs> uh... I don't know. It felt like she was. Well, I'm uh, asking Kevin, who would know, who knows her a little bit better. No, let me talk some more. <laughs> like when we went, when we went to when we went to Magic Mountain, was she a vegan? Yeah. 
How did I not notice that? I don't know. Maybe because you warned me that she was sensitive about it. I don't think I did that. Well, you would you should have if you didn't because I don't know. I might I might well, be in the cool kids club because I take shots every now and then at Bonnie, and she doesn't get bummed out at me. I'm I'm not. I, I guarantee I not you she's cool gonna be club. she's gonna be mad at me about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get unfollowed. I'm not gonna have anyone to talk to fucking talk just, about with Netflix. Bonnie, true I think crime. it's commendable that you're a vegan. I, I think have it's gay. no issues with it whatsoever. Super it's gay. those two. And I would just like to apologize in advance before you before you text me. You don't know how good In and Out is, and I feel <laughs> sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I what what I saw a new Netflix movie called Windfall. Have you heard of that? No. It's with. Jason Siegel, Jesse Plemons, and Sounds Li- good. Lily Collins. I don't know that. I'll look that up. Phil Collins's daughter. Hot. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> in stuff. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I've never seen her or heard of her. <laughs> Let me check this out. Lily she was Collins. in. She was in Mank. That was all like old timey footage, black and white. There yeah. wasn't any like sexy chicks in it, though, right? I don't. I, I've never seen this person. Okay. It was. I don't know. It was interesting. It was. It's. It's a. It's a pretty short movie. It's got a a very very small cast. It's mostly just the three of them, and it kind of has like it's a. It's very self contained. It's a small story, but for some reason it fucking worked. Like, I don't know if this is necessarily something for everybody, but. I thought it was dope. I watched it. Carl and I watched it, and we when it ended, we were both okay. Like, yeah, that was that was pretty dope. I think we were both both on the same page with it. Windfall. Her character's wife. Yeah, they 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 don't really name anybody. I think in it. Um, but it's basically like it starts with Jason Siegel at some very very nice estate tucked away somewhere in california because you can see the mountain ranges and stuff but it's got like an orange grove attached to it really really nice house and he's sort of just walking around making himself at home and then you see him like wiping off the handles of some doorknobs so it's like okay this guy clearly is not supposed to be here so like all right so the synopsis the imd synopsis and i'm gonna tie it down with a question at the end a man breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home, but things go sideways when the arrogant mogul and his wife arrive for a last-minute getaway. So, like, he's in there trying to steal shit, and when they come back, is like, "Oh, now you're fucked." Yeah, type thing. Yeah, he was not. He was not like, expect. He was expecting to just go to this guy's like your punishment's house. a lot worse than what your crime was. Type thing. Or does it get like grim, like dark? There's some stuff like that. Yeah. Because I, it could be, it could be a little too lighthearted with Jesse Plemons and Jason Segel. I'm looking at. Well, the, it's not necessarily like a comedy, even though there's funny moments to it. It's more like a suspense thriller. Yeah, it's uh, described as crime drama thriller on on uh, for IMDb. An hour and thirty two minutes. I'm interested in this. Yeah, and it's 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 really really like self contained, small feeling movie, but it was different. It it, it had like the music. The tone of it all, the shots, it had a feel of like like an old school Hollywood movie. Hmm. I don't know. I just I thought it was like I was like that was really interesting. Like I, I appreciated it for being off sort of off the beaten path. Like it's very conversational. 
Um, it's not like action packed or anything. So the cast: Jason Siegel, nobody. Lily Collins' wife, Jesse Plemons, CEO, Omar Leva, Gardner. So yeah. those are just four characters. That's Literally who, four okay. people in the whole movie. Yeah, I like it. It was cool. I like it. I don't know. It had a it had a really really cool vibe to it. I saw this, so I got to tell you, it's five point seven on IMDb rating. I don't really know. I don't really. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't have as much hatred for it as like a Rotten Tomato score. I was surprised too, because like is that is that a bad? That's not a very good score, though. It's right? not. Yeah. But I mean, Carl and I didn't look up any reviews beforehand. We just put it on, watched it, and we both looked at each other and like that was awesome. We nice. both we both really liked it. And then I looked at the reviews and I'm like, man, what are people flipping out about? I thought this was like just like a cool little movie. Interesting. All right, Netflix. I'm gonna check it out. I think. Yeah, I dug Jesse, it. Jesse Plemons is. He's kind of killing it. He's he's rising. He's in the middle of his moment. I would it appear he's going to be in the new Scorsese movie, right? With Leonardo DiCaprio, I think. Those, I think so. Yeah, they're going to be in it, and I think it's a streaming one. I can't wait for that. I know that's, you know, not for not, but whatever. Uh, what what else did you see? You, you said you saw two streamies. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I I will suck. By the way, four oh, windfall dicks. I wow. am I am really zagging on the IMDb crowd for this one. So that's one. Plemons and Siegel twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Lily Collins just watches. <laughs> she videotapes it. <laughs> Hot ass Lily. Well, she's pretty cute. And oh. then I watched uh, um, a Hulu movie called Fresh. I don't know if either of you guys have seen anything about this. No. No. It's uh, Sebastian Stan. The guy who's oh, you know what I do. Sharon watched that. I yep, I I do know about that. Oh, Sorry. what were what were Sharon's thoughts? Did she like it? She said it was fucked up and it was weird. It was. It's definitely weird. So, the the synopsis for it. Uh, I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but I feel like the synopsis was misleading. So it said something about like uh, you know it follows this girl who's just going out on all these bad dates off of dating apps. And she's kind of ready to give up. And then Sebastian Stan's fine ass swoops in while she's at the supermarket, spits some game. And she's like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'll go out on a date with you. And they hit it off. And okay, yeah, it says, the horrors of modern dating seen through one young woman's defiant battle to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetites. So it sounds Fifty Shades of Grayish. Not particularly. A l- it gets a little more grisly than than Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Well, I wasn't saying it has like a Fifty Shades of Grey sounding vibe to it, but it's like a it's more of a horror movie. What it's, it says, comedy horror thriller. What the fuck? What the yeah, fuck is it's, this? It's a, it's a mishmash of things. It's do you I mean, laugh? There were it had its funny moments, but I I would definitely not click the comedy tag for this one. It's got a much higher score than no, not much. Oh well, yeah, it's six point seven on IMDb. And Windfall is 5.7. Which one did you like more? Windfall. Okay. But Fresh was still good. I liked it. So, like, after she goes on a few dates with Sebastian Stan, she gets all googly-eyed for him. And then he basically, like, kidnaps her. And he's, he's, like, revealed as he supplies human meat to cannibals. So he's, like, the worst human ever. Yeah. Yeah. So he, like, kidnaps chicks, kidnaps chicks, keeps them alive... While he cuts off limbs and sells their meat, and there's like, it's not terribly gruesome. 
Like you don't really see him cutting stuff off, but you do see him preparing meat and like grinding it and cooking it and eating it. And something about cannibalism is just so fucking gross. And like seeing it in movies, it is, yeah. it's so skeevy. It's like every fucking cannibal scene in it, you're like, oh, it's, it's fucking revolting. So it's, it's very uneasy in that sense, but the way it's directed and shot is very like slick and polished and stylish. If a story ever gets to cannibalism, I'm I'm out. You can't handle I'm it. I'm lost. Yeah, like it's not that I can't like handle it. I just I I lose interest. I lose I don't know, like it it becomes like unbelievable. Now, I know there are like crazy human stories where cannibalism is possibly an option, but I don't even care about them. So then, why why is that so difficult for you to like? Why is that? I don't know. It's just like it freaks me out. It's something I hate to think about. It makes and I your just, stomach turn. Yeah, and like, it's just especially, like I, I'm good. I'll change the channel. No, I'm good. Like you know the actor when oh, they put okay. It, That's what you mean by you're not into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you don't believe it. That you you have no interest in it. Yeah. No. I be, Yeah. No. I. I guess I believe. Someone has eaten someone. Like, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer. But I'm saying, like, once I see it as part of, like, entertainment, like, as a plot point, like, yeah, I'm good. No, yeah, I'm good. it's it's and anything. Rough. Like, I'm just, no, nah, I'm all right. So. Because you know the actors aren't sitting there eating cooked humans. They're eating just meat. Because. But it's just, it's so, un- like, my mouth starts to sweat, like, like I'm going to barf. I don't know much about Sebastian Stan, but whatever. You know, it looks like there's some hot chicks. In this cast, I'm looking at the IMDb uh, page right now as I'm talking about this. An hour and 54 minutes. I could do that. Rated R. Holy shit. Could see some titties. Horror. And then I read the synopsis. And you already read it. Horrors of a modern dating scene. scene uh, dating scene through one young woman's defiant battle to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetites. And that sounds fucking cool. And now you're saying cannibalism. I would be so yep. mad. <laughs> you saved me. You saved me. I'm not going to say an hour and 54 minutes because I would have turned it off. But you did save me time, and I appreciate that. It is it, for it, it doesn't even have to, like like you said, like just cannibalism makes you uneasy enough to the point where you will turn off what you're watching. Yeah, because unusual appetites like, all right, well, this guy's up to some weird shit. Let's oh, maybe see he it. likes piss. It's like, oh, eat, yeah, yeah. Oh, he eats people. All right, well, cool. I'm done. I'm gone. <laughs> You lost. You lost a viewer. Um, it's very suspenseful, though. See, I kind of like that, though. But yeah, the cannibal. If I know it's going to lead to cannibalism, nothing. Like I can just do the with way it. it all plays out, because like they're getting along so well, and you're like, oh, I'm rooting for these two crazy kids. Titties. Um, I think so. Pretty sure they're titties. No. Not a lot, but um, they're not getting eaten, right? No. Uh. Ugh. There might be a part where you see some severed titties. Ugh. God damn it, I don't want any part of that one. Yeah, it's 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 rough without being like super violent. Which is which is weird. But I, I don't know, like it was it was very suspenseful. It was well made. It was almost a little too polished for how fucked up it was. If it was a little grittier, like if it had the tone of like a seven or something. Give it to A twenty four, let them like rub holy their shit. dust on it. That would have been so unbelievably dark. That might have been why they took such a different tone with it and made it more stylish looking than just gritty. Because that, that would have been like yeah, if it had the tone of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something, you can't put it out. That yeah, it would have been horrifying. 
Um, yeah, because that tone puts it in like another like category, like yeah. another discussion. Yeah, like, you're comparing it to. All right, it probably didn't want to be compared to a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or, I feel like a Apocalypto. Does that have cannibalism in it? Probably. I don't know. It's I'm been... thinking of a, a, an a, a, either Apocalypto or an Apocalypto adjacent movie that had cannibalism in it that I've clearly never seen because I heard it had cannibalism in it. Mm. I was like, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm just saying, like, if like to to your point, if it's if it's darker, it's grittier. It makes it a completely different vibe. So, but like you were saying with 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 X, like you had this this idea, like, oh, this is going somewhere, and then it didn't, and you were like, oh, well, what the fuck. Yeah. They did that with one of the characters in Fresh, which was, I don't know, it was glaring enough for me to be like, okay, yeah, that clearly affects the score. Okay. Because it was, when it happened, it was actually kind of funny, but I thought they were going for a fake out, and then that person just never came back. And I was like, what was the point of that whole plot point? Yeah. Like, it, it the movie is already an hour and 54 minutes. You don't need to stretch for time. You can keep it like if they cut that whole thing out, it might have been like an hour forty, hour forty five. Right. Still a respectable runtime. Yeah. So I didn't like, get it. Yeah, they just misuse characters and like storylines. Like same thing with like 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 X. There was a few like the the black porn star guy uh, served in Vietnam, and like that could have been much better used in that movie type thing. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a kind of similar point you're making here, right? With the one character where it's just like, you just improperly use them or her. Yeah. And they set something up that was like clearly going to pay off and it didn't in a way <laughs> where like you retroactively were like, why was my time wasted with that then? I right. don't get this. Yeah. All right. But that being said, still an entertaining watch, very unsettling, well-made, enjoyable, suspenseful, very tense. Um, How Sebastian Stan is like a creepy guy. It feels like he kind of looks like a bitch. Oh, fucking awesome. He pulls it off. Awesome. Yeah, right. because at the beginning, he's so fucking charming and likable. And then he's a fucking kidnapping cannibal who's not only just a cannibal, but supplies other cannibals. So just despicable on top of right. despicable. And like, he still somehow is charming. After he's revealed to be the bad guy, that's tough. Yeah, and and also like creepy and stuff too. It was it was good. I liked it. So you said this in the beginning. He they met in the wild, right? In in yes. in a grocery store, not swiping. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Get your get your ass back on the apps. <laughs> Fire up that hinge, baby. So yeah, I'll suck three point five fresh dicks. Again, I'm 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 zagging on the IMDb crowd. I thought it was better than 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 they did. It's fine. How about you, Shudster? You get a chance to watch anything? I'm trying to remember if I watched anything since last week. And I, I'm so frazzled today that I don't, I can't think of anything. Did you watch anything with Dom? No, no. We're doing that this coming weekend. We're going to watch New York Ninja for what the fuck did I just watch? Fuck yeah. The movie kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why when he was on last week, he said we were doing it this past weekend. Because... He had Anthony, so he wasn't coming over here to watch New York Ninja, since I do not own it. <laughs> oh, and yeah. he owns That's like three point. copies. <laughs> I almost bought it last week until you guys made it sound like maybe it wasn't something I should have in my collection. Oh, I didn't mean to give off that impression. Well, because it, it, it's not like anything I have. I, I mean, I don't. 
my collection these days is not DVDs or movies. You know what? I think it's enough that Dom has it. Knowing your movie taste, Shuddy, it's definitely more of like a me, Dom, maybe even Dana, Dom's sister. Like, I think that's more of its audience. Damn, you go that deep with Dom? You hang out with his family, with his sister too? Yeah, she went to college with, with she us. Went to, she's my age, so she was at Kutztown at the same time. Yeah. Nice. Is she and cooler she, than Dom? No. I'll take that. We Dana and I have been frenemies uh, since 1993. Oh, so me and her are probably real tight, huh? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we, we know deep down inside, Shuddy hates me too. So I know, I know, I know what Dana's going through. But her and Dom no, no. both love shitty movies. No, Dana hated me. Oh, yeah. oh, so you know how I feel with you. Like it's yeah, like I a, was, I was. Dana's, she shits in your mouth, and you shit in my mouth. Type thing. I, I mean, I was Dana's my age, so we were in the same you know classes and stuff. And I was best friends with Dom, so I was forever at their house, and I was obnoxious. No, you don't say. It yeah, was yeah. her fault. That's ridiculous. So she Taking definitely, she definitely uh, tolerated my presence at times, and other times did not. Just, just like Dom's on the mom, weather. actually. Just like Dom's mom. <laughs> oh wow! All right, all the all the the VD ladies have the same <laughs> review. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. One one, uh, <laughs> one particular event that comes to mind uh, is Dom and I went to a party. My parents thought that we were at the midnight movies. Uh, Always and- a good excuse. Somebody drank way too much and was afraid to go home, so his parents didn't find out he was drunk. And I fell, I passed out in Dom's living room uh, for the night, even though Mrs. Vitti explicitly said that I was not to spend the night. Oh no! Uh, and, and Dana and Mrs. Vitti uh, got up to go to a fundraiser at like six thirty in the morning for school. And we're yelling and just making as much noise as they possibly could because Mrs. Vitti was so angry that I was there. And she told Dana that she didn't have to be quiet oh. because I was asleep. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you ever smooth over that relationship or is there still beef on the streets? No, there's no. Dana and I are good. Mrs. Now that I'm older and more less obnoxious and have children yourself uh yeah and have kids you know <laughs> maybe Mrs. she Vitti wasn't so I crazy like, like, like to reminisce about the old times uh when she couldn't stand me and she does she does actually do a shuddy impression very similar to kevin's impression of wait me. dana or mrs vd mrs vd oh i would love to hear that I played because I've been. One. I was actually one time in almost the exact same situation as Shuddy after a very, very alcohol heavy trip to Music Fest in Bethlehem. Same thing. Is Crash- that the name of it, or are yeah. you saying a music festival? No, it's called Music Fest, and yeah. it, it's it's a it's a really fun festival. To get wasted at because it's gigantic. There's tons of bands playing. It's it's almost like a state fair type thing. But they actually do get big name acts to play at it. Okay. And it used to be sort of like a, a ritual thing. I know Shuddy and Dom have been to way more than I have, but like I've tagged on to I, a couple. I mean, 
living in downtown Bethlehem for those few years that I did really sucked away any enjoyment of Music Fest I had left in me. I mean, the hangovers that I got from Music Fest have sucked out all of any interest I have. <laughs> but I have no interest in walking around in 95 degree heat for music I have no interest in. Uh, possibly either not bumping into anybody I know or what would be even worse, bumping into somebody I know that recognizes me. <laughs> but it was cool. They sell like these big, gigantic plastic mugs with a handle on them that are like designed with that year's Music Fest logo. And you can just get that refilled. And you just get it's the one plastered. time that walking around the city of Bethlehem with an open container is not only legal, but actively, actively encouraged. And man, one year after Music Fest, I crashed on the couch and got woken up by some very angry family members of Dom screaming. And it did not mesh well with my hangover at all. I had the world's worst headache and there was just screaming happening. I was like, ah. I, w- I wish I slept on the lawn so I didn't I didn't kick this hornet's nest. Man, you guys aren't very hospitable. Well, <laughs> not you guys. I mean, thing, them. so so the thing. Man, we're just uh, get, uh, pissing off all of our friends with this episode. Well, you know, I, I mean, just the MSPH Dom commissioner. Loves when I, 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 I <laughs> and Bonnie. Think, oh yeah, I think I think Dom enjoys when I tell this story. I know his aunt does. Very much because she was the only other witness to the most banana thing, bananas thing that I had. I have in my 25 years of friendship with Dom have ever seen happen in that house. Oh, in the house, because at the link, a hot dog choked him out and he had to go to the hospital. No, this is (laughs) this is directly uh, this is family dynamic related. Oh, it is the most bananas Thing this feels that, like perfect timing. Maury just retired, the, uh, the, yeah. the talk show host. So Mr. and Mrs. Vitti had just gotten new carpet in the family room. Oh, no. And Dom and I were on our ritual Monday Night Raw hangout watching Monday Night Raw. And... I spilled my code red. Mrs. Vitti and his <laughs> yeah. no, Mrs. Vitti and his aunt came in as Dom was pouring Coca Cola just over the carpet. <laughs> oh, like Wait, in a no, glass? Like in, in, oh, yeah, into yeah, a yeah. glass. I got you. But he was just pouring it like the way the way you said it, it made him sound like the Joker, <laughs> 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 just like like fucking like shooting Coca Cola on the on the new carpet. Yeah, yeah, Dom, Dom just, no glass, is just pouring Coke on the <laughs> ground, being like, hey, some people just want to watch the world burn. Hey, guess who hates their mother? <laughs> well, we're not, we're, not, we're not far off from that, because she walks in as they come home from shopping as he's doing that, and she just starts yelling about, stop, you know, telling him to stop. <laughs> and in an unusual moment of cockiness, Dom just looks her dead in the eye and keeps pouring. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And she like beelines right for him, screaming. I'm sitting in the recliner next to him, like already terrified because I know how she feels about me. And (laughs) 
he stands up. She gets nose to nose with him, screaming. And he just does that defensive thing that anybody does when somebody gets nose to nose in your face and you kind of nudge him out of the way. And she just hauls back and close fists him. Oh, oh. wow. Oh, this is a great Dom story. <laughs> Dom, you got to put your mom in the next MSPH wrestling. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and his aunt and I just were just in complete and total shock. Man. I bet. These fucking millennials would call the cops nowadays. You, you kept your and mouth shut, right? The way I remember the story is I left immediately. I walked home immediately. Like, I was not staying for, but... Uh, I think I hear the stove calling. So, so that's a story that comes out at family gatherings. His Aunt Candy's like, Rich, remember that time Cindy punched Dom in the mouth? Did yes, she? Yes, I do. Very much. That is fucking... That will be... Can engraved in my brain until the day I die. <laughs> I understand the carpet is a big deal and all that, but it sounds like she acted very poorly. Does she realize that now, or is she still in the right? No, she is not as funny. She, you know, oh, she mellowed has, out. Time has mellowed Mrs. Mm. Beatty out. Man, I also think that me and Dom not being such shitheads uh, anymore kind of mellowed her out. Well, as well. I don't know what comedian. I actually think it was Bill Cosby, which whatever, but talked about like how much like parents mellow out when they become grandparents. Like my father, you know, like everyone's got to like, my, like my parents or my parents will tell stories about their, about their parents. It's like, well, no, grandma's awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What are you talking about? She's like, well, when I was growing up, <laughs> grandma, absolutely. Because the boys will say something. I'll be like, what? They, they let you do do that and they're like yeah i'm like i would have gotten grounded forever right because like you know brad lives with them still um like they tell me stuff he does i'm like well why the fuck are you letting him get away with it like that's your problem <laughs> that's yeah. their attitude like they've just completely like grandparents are cool with responsibility at a certain age yeah. like i oh, have yeah, well, a fuck it it's- yeah he's an adult you're his parent we don't yeah. We're not involved. Yeah, we just give him <laughs> Christmas presents. Man, when you were talking about Dom just like pouring uh, <laughs> soda so over the carpet, it just remind like when we when we were in college, we were it was a dry campus, so you know we had to sneak whatever drinking we did, even though we didn't put too much of an effort in. But I remember one time, like we were big on forties because like. 40s are awesome. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah. They're cheap. Yes. And you get, you know, your money's worth. You, you spend like two bucks, you get a nice big 40. You drink it fast enough, you're getting a fucking solid buzz. You drink two, you're, you're wasted. Yeah. So like 40s were our lifeblood. And I remember one time, you know, I dropped out years, two years before I turned 21. So I never even got to go and buy them. But like, <laughs> we just had to get other people to buy them for us and like, we drank so much, people would get annoyed and be like, ah, Jesus, again? No, I'm not fucking going to the, the liquor store again. No. And I remember Dom one time came in and he had a 40 and he literally just draped a towel over it. So when he carried it in the halls from his dorm room to mine, nobody would see him blatantly carrying a 40. And he gets in and he's holding it by the cap still with the, the towel over it. 
and it just slips from the towel, hits the ground in my room, and shatters an entire floor. Oh. just all over the carpet, all over the room. Party foul. And then when it, when you were saying that he was, you know, you guys were raging a little bit, and Dom's just pouring. That reminded we me. We were high schoolers raging with Coca Cola. That's what we. Oh, were, there was no booze. We no, there was no uh-huh. booze. Like I was, I was sixteen. It's Monday Night Raw. Oh wow! Like it was like like we were super young. Like this was complete and total shock. Not, it, you know what? I shouldn't say that. As, as a member of an Italian family, it wasn't shocking. It was shocking to see it happen in somebody else's family. <laughs> Not like that. That's where the shock was. Like, and my mom would have done that. And like, I, if she would have gotten home fifteen minutes earlier. When him and I were eating chips and salsa over the carpet, I, I just I oh, dread. You would have gotten donkey kicked. We wouldn't have an MSPH wrestling today. <laughs> like I dread. I really in wonder what happened in that alternate universe. Like where, how if Dom and I survived the night? She pulls like Man. a a William H Macy and Boogie Nights, just like calmly goes out to her car, gets a fucking <laughs> a handgun, comes back and murders Dom. And unfortunately, <laughs> Shuddy for sitting right there next to him, <laughs> and for oh, you know certainly what? I eating. Did you? The whole did you? Time we've been recording. I left the dog outside. Oh no! Oh shit! Let's see. Did you oh, yeah, eat the chips and salsa, or did you tell him that it wasn't a good idea the whole time? Because if you didn't tell him it was a good, it was a bad idea the whole time, oh. then you probably should have been murdered as well. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, Mrs. When- Vitti's world of right and wrong. We spent Sorry, I didn't a lot leave of... a dog outside. Um, <laughs> I'm just going. No, I have to. I'm. <sighs> do you have an elevated desk? I do. Like one that uh, goes up and down? No, it's just a. It's actually a. It's just a high desk. A bar height, di- small dining table that I use because. That way I can have all of this stuff in the view instead of the fireplace that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I was thinking no, about... It was, MJ, does does Lil Mama Dolphin when she dreams? Oh, it makes it... Well, uh, like, every now and then she'll do... That got her attention. Like, it's... She kind of sounds... For anybody well, on she YouTube... she do, like, a muffled bark? That's what MJ was doing, and it sounded like she was yeah, outside. And I, bit, had yeah. just, I had just... I had let her out just before we started recording, and I panicked that the, I left her out there. The I mean, dreaming, it's 60 degrees, so it's not that big of a deal. The, the, uh... The dreaming noise that she makes, the sound that it is, is, is a perfect analogy. It sounds like when Ron Swanson nuts during the uh, uh, oh, when Andy the shoe shine shoe, thing. shining his shoes, yeah. yeah, yeah. She makes the exact same noise, She's like <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> and that's how I know she's like I don't know she's dreaming or something's happening with for the closed. for the YouTube viewers before when Shuddy and Jeff were talking I turned my camera on her because she was she was in um, Blair Witch mode again where she just stares blankly at the same spot for like twenty minutes yeah she'll sometimes go in the corner of the room and just look at the wall just like this <laughs> yeah well I was just gonna ask why is she just sitting with her face towards the back of the chair. That's how she likes to know. do it. Sometimes somebody will make a noise. Like, I'll be like, 
I, yeah, I can. And she'll turn, turn her, her head around. to the side. <laughs> no, I just. This, right, little mama. Yeah, and she <laughs> just sits there. Way. That's yeah. all she does. <laughs> little mama, it's a good girl. <laughs> yep, back in the house, little mama. Man, that also remind me because, like, in college, we just did a lot of drinking. We couldn't go to bars or anywhere, so we just drank in our rooms and put music on and shit. And a lot of three eleven. Well, that's that was in Dom's room, but in my room, we listened to <laughs> it was like a Cold Chamber and Fear Factory. Yeah, there was a lot of Cold Chamber, a lot of Fear Factory, but also a lot of hip hop. Nice. A lot of like, you know, Biggie and some of the Cash Money shit. And some, anytime some DMX. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. And anytime a good song would come on, if we were the right level of drunk, my roommate, Mr. Ski, would take his 40, hold it up in the air like Simba in Lion King, and then just start screaming and dump the 40 out on his head. And that act became a little bit more objectionable when he met his then-girlfriend, now-wife. Oh. Every time she saw him winding up, she'd be like, don't you do it, don't do it. And he would just be like, and dump it out on his head. She's like, God damn it! So not Stone Cold Steve Austin where he's chugging. He's just like bathing in it, showering yes. it? Take, taking a 40, holding it up in the air, and then turning it upside down and dumping it on his head. I mean... And then we would just go on partying. Points for originality, but fuck, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Shuddy, we are just... Uh, uh, just narking out all of our non-miked MSPH... <laughs> Personal life. I people. got one. I I'll, I'll say his last name. No, I won't do that. <laughs> uh, homie Paul. Not I bitch ass Paul. I, I was die. actually just by uh, Mr. Ski in the Apes' house the other day. Man, I'd love to get uh, Mr. Ski on an episode, but I don't know if he's camera shy or anything. Uh, we went. To Give him a forty. Give him a couple forties. The boys <laughs> and I wonder where. <laughs> went to the Philadelphia Premium Outlets, and we literally drove right past their house. Uh, and I'm so not familiar still with the area between my house and their house that I don't realize I'm going to be near them until I'm like, that's Tom, that's Tom and April's house. Um, so I didn't, I need to, I, since we're only like 25 minutes apart, I really should probably reach out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 25 <laughs> yeah. minutes. That's, that's, that's me walking across the street to Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. It takes me like five times as long to get to Kevin. <clears throat> Yeah, but uh, hey, we're here. Hey, so Shuddy, during all of that babbling, did you uh, remember anything you watched? Nope, we. I've gotten too distracted. It must not have been anything great. I mean, I finished Formula One Drive to Survive Season 4, which... Yikes. Fucking amazing. Everyone loves television. Formula One because of, I think, this Netflix show. This Netflix show, like... Does it... When, is it getting you interested in actual in actual sport? Right? Are you following it at all? Do you have a favorite? I think I, I don't. I think formula this. Jeez, oh this might be another hot take that really angers some some blue bloods here in the United States. It's better than football. Don't say it. Um, it is probably the most fun. Uh, four-wheeled motorsport to watch. Okay. I think NASCAR, I feel like, well, I mean, I feel like it's objectively boring, but, like, even, like, motorheads, wouldn't they find it boring? Because most of the courses are them just going in a fucking circle. 
Like Formula and One is more. The, there's more different. There's like and tracks. All right? of the stars, yeah. all of the cars in NASCAR, if I understand the rules correctly, all pretty much have to be the same. Yeah. Like there's no real variation. Yeah. Formula One, the more money your team has, the better car you can have. Which again, I know that goes in all motorsports, but they're not. There's there's not, not like regulations. Pro- there's not as many back. regulations. They have to stay, I think, between a certain threshold, a much broader threshold, because the gap between a team like Mercedes and a team like Haas is so vast just because of the amount of money they have backing them. It's like instead of like with team sports, they do salary caps. That's the same thing just with cars and NASCAR. They do NASCAR caps. Whereas Formula One, you just just build your car and run that fucking thing is what you're saying. And I mean, and it's an intense show. They do a a really... Is it fiction or a docu-series? It's a docu-series. So it follows the previous F1 season. And F F one Formula One is that the same yeah. guy? That's Rush, right? That's yeah, the same yeah. league, so, right? Dumb the sound into Kevin terms. That's Nikki Nikki Lauda. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, Ford v Ferrari is that also Formula One? No, that's Le Mans. That's oh. just a twenty four hour race. That's well, I that's love different. both of those movies. Ford Ford v Ferrari kicked ass, and Rush is a five dicker easily. I agree. Rush is a five dicker. Rush is fucking incredible. Who's the other racer in there? It was it was a Hemsworth. What was his name? Yeah, James, oh. was it James Avery? Why do I? That's, that's I think it's James something. James Avery. That's that's Uncle Phil. I'm pretty sure. <sighs> Damn it. Whatever. Um, that movie does kick ass, and I think that's the same league. So if you're into Rush, and you've well, you're not into documentaries. No, James Hunt. James Hunt. That's what it was. Yeah. James Avery is definitely Uncle Phil. I think this. <laughs> and Nicky Lauda. I'm Nicky Lauda. My face caught on fire. Kevin might enjoy it as a background show, I think. Mm. Oh, you because they don't while they focus on what's happening at the races, it, it's mostly on the dramatic stuff that happens during that particular race weekend. Hmm. So it's not so much just watching the cars drive around the circuit. It's the crashes, it's the pit stops, it's the It's got a little more personality. Listening to the drivers call each other cunts and motherfuckers and stuff over the radio, screaming. You're a coont. Is is that the Lewis Hamilton race league? Yes. Is he cool in it? Yeah, he's cool. He's he was like hanging out with like super. All these guys make like fucking crazy money. Oh, I I believe it. Like, what's his face? Uh, I think we're on from. Oh man, I can't remember his name. But this guy was clearing like eighty million per year in like the in the early two thousands. So Lewis Hamilton's salary for this year, just his salary, not his endorsements. Like they're rock stars in Europe. Yeah. So, but his base salary from Mercedes is forty million dollars. What the fuck? Yeah. Like I think these guys like they clear up to a hundred million per year with like advertisements and shit like that. Damn. And which is blows my mind. Because of how into sports I am and how much I follow it and did not have any familiarity with the sport, with any of their racers, anyone, and they're making that much money. Like soccer is something I don't Meanwhile, pay attention somebody to. somebody on one of the lower teams is clearing one, the $1 million. Yeah. I mean, after Nick, Nicky Lauda 
crashed and caught on fire, and they had to fucking vacuum his lungs out, I could be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I would be happy with that guy getting like tens and tens of millions of dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want someone to vacuum the burnt tissue out of my fucking lungs. Well, in, in season three, one of the drivers gets into a crash, and the car bursts into flames, and you see him engulfed in like sitting in the cockpit of the car. On engulfed fire. in flame Fuck. <laughs> and then climbing out like he's literally you see him moving around in the fire and then he get climbs out and all that ended up happening was his knuckles his hands got really burnt yeah yikes yeah but like i thought it was cool the rush stuff where nikki lotta was like i know i gotta make a better car like your car is shit i'm gonna make a better car and like that like i like that aspect of the sport that interests me or you can, you can I don't know affect your car, build it in different ways, where it could give you an advantage. Yeah, and that was all James Hunt shit too. He was like, I need a better car. I need a better car. I like that, man. So well, I've watched that. <laughs> I mean, that's a legit review. I fuck with. Yeah, that. I mean, I, I love that show. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It really is. Well, I know you're having a rough day, Shuddy, and it sucks that it has to coincide with this, but... Oh, geez. The Oscars are this weekend. And I have... Can I just be a judge, and then it's just you two? Where's the fun in that, Shuddy? How do you... No, the the Academy's in a judge, actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They already have that that, uh, job. So I have now seen every movie nominated for Best Picture. The last one I checked off the list was fucking West Side Story. Well, wait a second. Wait a second, what? So isn't that a review? (laughs) Don't you have to review that? I was going to do, like, because I didn't want to spend too much time on it, so I was just going to do quickie reviews of stuff. So West Side Story was exactly what I feared. It was horrible. I would rather watch gay porn. Um, the songs, the songs were fucking terrible. <laughs> I feel like you, 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 you went to DefCon Five right there. You went to the strongest thing you could say. I'd rather watch gay porn. <laughs> and now you have to work backwards. Like, all right, this is, this is already terrible. It can't get worse. All right, all right, gay porn. All right. <laughs> Look, I, I do not like musicals. And, of course, there are exceptions. The South Park movie was technically a musical. That was awesome. Willy Wonka is technically a musical. Kicked ass. People singing at me makes me fucking uncomfortable. And this was so fucking dumb. These fucking guys, like, the movie starts with them, like, like snap walking down the street. And then they steal, like, a newspaper from a newsstand and fucking ballerina twirl away from their crime. Like, they shoplift, and their method of escape is to fucking twirl away. (laughs) And the first five minutes in, I'm like, I want to fucking rip my dick off and kick it out the window. Does it make you feel less about Steven Spielberg and his legacy? I don't know. I mean, he's fucking old, so he's doing old man shit. But, like, from what I've heard, I've never seen the original. I would never have watched this unless it didn't, if, if it didn't get nominated but I'm a completionist. I wanted to see them all. And my mind was not swayed. This this sucked. I hated every second of it. I was laughing through some parts of it, which weren't funny, just for how dumb it was. I will 
give credit where credit's due. I try to be objective. There was... Hot chicks. There were some hot chicks, of course, but That's cool. I will give them props. The, the cinematography, the choreography, the stuff they were doing, I was like, okay, yeah. You put me with a, a dance instructor for six months, and that's all I do. I'm not pulling that off. Like the moves that some of these people were doing, I was like, okay, that is genuinely impressive. I cannot do that. I'm impressed that they could. Still not entertaining to watch. It was it was shot very well. It was shot beautifully. All, like all the shots were framed very well. Still didn't make it interesting to watch. So, dick and a half is as high as I can go. Did not enjoy my time. The, the biggest surprise to me out of all the ten movies was Coda. I watched Coda. Fucking great. How long ago did you talk about that or review it? Have you ever? No, I haven't. Okay, so we can do that now, too. You you. How many Coda dicks are you sucking? Coda? How have you not? I feel like I thought you review every fucking movie on this podcast. What are we doing here? You have movies in the holster that you don't review? Yeah. Because I didn't want to bog shit down. I was like, I'll save this for the day we do the Oscar picks. All right, well, um, we're here now. What would Coda kicked ass? Coda kicked ass, man. Would I like it? You might, because it was another like singing movie. It's about like Coda stands for like child of deaf adults or something like that. Sounds terrible. So it's this girl, this girl in high school. Her. Can we just all? What are you doing? Can we look at Jeff's collar right now? Is that agitating you? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're a fucking mess. Sorry, I'll button up. Button yourself up, buddy. Too much taco meat for Shuddy. It's not like the it was the it was the his like whole shoulder hanging out on the one side that was the issue. It's like Jeff is seducing me. (laughs) I am seducing part of YouTube. Well, I was (laughs) before you ruined it. All right. Anyways, so it's about this girl, like this high school girl who her entire family is deaf. Her parents are deaf. Her brother's deaf. All right, just give, they run give a the fishing dicks. boat. You're right. Let's not bog this down. It's terrible. <laughs> it was like 4.25 dicks. I was surprised. So it's not about music. So well, they're she deaf. does <laughs> not the not the main character though, oh. and she wants to be a singer, and she joins this like the this the choir because she has a crush on one of the dudes that joins it, and she turns out to be nasty at singing, and it was funnier than I expected it to be. Like they, there's there's weed jokes in it. There's farting. There's dick jokes. I'd say it gets fairly rugged for a PG thirteen with the jokes they make. And it was just like all the characters in it were really enjoyable. The singing wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be, so that didn't bum me out. It was, I was very surprised. Big, I, bigger turnoffs in movies, singing or cannibalism, singing. I'd go cannibalism, but I hear you. Although I think the wor- the biggest turnoff is if a movie is the, of a the subgenre of horse movies. Because I've like I. <laughs> so Jeff, what you're saying is you'd have no interest in watching Cannibal the Musical. No, no, that's <laughs> like the lowest. I, that's that's the basement of uh, movie. Options. Even though it's Trey Stone or Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Ah, man, I'll let you throw that into it. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. Those are icons, though. I can't hate on them, of course. Oh, you know what? I did watch uh, a couple nice. of episodes of the new season of South Park. I still uh, have to watch the newest one. Did you watch the one on St. Patty's Day? No, the boys had me watch uh, the one where 
that uh, Stan discovers that Tolkien's name is Tolkien and not <laughs> Token. <laughs> and I just, I, it was fucking hysterical. I loved it. I uh. was, it, I, obviously I was super stoned, but I just could not stop giggling. They kill it, dude. Yeah, New South Park's been good. I'm like one or two behind, but. I heard the the St. Patty's Day one is like the best so far. Like it was fun. Yeah, sure. We watched, I watched the City People episode, right? The episode after. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good season. Yeah. Well, I mean, only a few episodes in though. Um, and then the, I think so. Yeah, Coda and West Side Story were the two that I was dreading, and Coda turned out to be fucking great, and West Side Story was the boring turd that I expected it to be. I mean, the Puma and I need to hear that. They need to hear the the zag on Coda, surprisingly good, and you confirm West Side Story was terrible, especially before the Oscars. And I watched Drive My Car, the Japanese one that's nominated for Best Picture. There's no way I have a better chance of winning this than Shuddy. Like, I I have no idea what I'm picking, Shuddy. I've never seen the odds. I don't know any of these movies. I know nothing. Well, look, as somebody who's seen all of the movies nominated for Best Picture, I have no fucking clue. Can we be chill about the punishment, guys? <laughs> I mean, the Can punishment, we, we still got to... Uh, we'll right. get there. We'll figure it out. Yeah, well, whenever we crowdsource it, it's completely not chill. It's never chill when we ask the Puminati what they think. I mean, Art suggested that the loser has to reenact the, the, ty- the opening credits to Peacemaker. You have to film yourself doing the Peacemaker dance. I thought it was... Like on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard while wearing underwear. I thought that's what he added to it. Well, some I think somebody else suggested that, but we don't. That's like Hollywood Boulevard. Like it's crazy for the Oscars during the Oscars, but we don't know who lost, so we can't send anybody over there. All right. All and right. Shuddy Boy lives in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'd have to take that out of the Patreon cut, huh? How deep are we going with this? I don't. I, oh, the the, I the awards. It. You mean? Uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine categories. All right, let's do it, dude. What's wait? What's the the like the the least important category? What are we talking? What are the ranges? Obviously, best picture. Then what's the bottom? There's you know the actors, lead and supporting. I threw in animated for the fuck of it. <laughs> fuck you. All right. Okay. Directing and then the two writings. I got my pen. Adapted and original. Are you keeping track of all this? Yeah, I got a doc. I usually write them down, but my printer's all fucking fucked up right now. But uh, we'll blow through these as quick as possible. Actor in a leading role is Javier Bardem, Benedict Come My Pants, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel. Bunch of pussies. Really great that Benedict Cumbersnatch got nominated for No Way Home. Uh-huh. I mean, he should have been. I I don't know. I everybody seems to be flipping out about the power of the dog, but Christ was that boring. So I did is, not like that one. So I'm gonna is Bob gonna Odenkirk. Take, does he get nominated for supporting actor for Nobody or what? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, sorry. Kind of a dad joke. I'm going to go with Big Willie style. Will Smith for King Richard. 
I feel like this is the one that I could know. I thought Will Smith was the favorite, actually. I, mean, I don't, honestly, You don't have to confirm that. If yeah, you know, I have I no idea. Know. But, I mean, I thought King Richard was fucking great. Yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. Maybe that's why I think that, because you actually liked it, and I thought there would be no chance that you would like that movie. Oh, man, I hate picking against Denzel, because that guy is just so good, and everyone loves him and respects him. Yeah, but Tragedy of Macbeth, fucking boring-ass Shakespeare. Yeah, but... A24 movie, is that enough? It's an A24 movie, too? Yep. I'll go Denzel. Fuck it. I'll go Denzel. All right. I'm I'm going Cumberbatch. Yeah. You racist. Of course you wouldn't pick a black guy. Uh, Well, you saw Power of the Dog, so you know about this stuff. You know you're going to know so much more about this shit than I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. There, you mean like, you've seen all the movies? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, there's no there, that doesn't get you behind the 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 mind of the way the fucking Academy votes. Fair enough. You know? But you have something to go off of. I have literally nothing besides these names. All right. What? So that was best actor. Yeah. So this is best supporting actor, Syrian Hines, who was Mance Raider in Game of Thrones. Like that guy. He was in Belfast. Troy Coatser, who was the deaf guy in Coda. He was the dad. Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons for the Lucy and Ricky Ricardo movie. And also in Power of the Dog, Cody Shit McPee. Okay, so you know, that's what I'm saying. You've seen these movies, so you know like who's got a chance to win and who doesn't even belong. Cody McShit P. <laughs> right? That's what you said. He probably he probably isn't gonna win based off what you're saying. Right? No, it would be surprising everybody... if he won, or is he are you saying that because he's a favorite? No, I'm saying that because his name is silly. Cody Smith McPhee. It's Smith. No, it's Smith. It's M S S M I T. I like shit McP is way better. Let's duty Duty Shit McP. <laughs> cool name, dude. But he that was for Power of the Dog, and everybody's sucking that movie's Red Rocket. <laughs> Everybody fucking loves that movie. So, I don't know. Jesse Plemons and Cody Duty Shit McPee, both from Power of the Dog. Everybody loves it. But Troy Coatser, he's a deaf guy. That's true. And there's another minority in there. Well, Irish. So, <laughs> yeah. Syrian uh, Hines, he was good in that movie. J.K. Simmons... I don't know if I if I got to choose the winner, I would pick J.K. Simmons because he was very J.K. Simmons in that role, but it was also great and it was the best part of the fucking movie. But that's you, probably not how the Academy's going to go. You bitch, you even saw Being the Ricardos. You make me sick. Yeah. Wait, that was nominated, wasn't it? Not for Best Picture, but oh. I watched it with the family in in Florida. Well, okay, uh, uh, I for, for some reason I just. Syrian Hines feels like the right answer. I think that's what I'm going to go with. I mean, Jesse Plemons, like we're saying, he's having a moment. He really is, but... I didn't even see that. A big, uh, big enough moment? I think I'm going to go with um, the guy from CODA. I think they're I was gonna, also going to pick the deaf guy. I think they're going to go with a deaf guy this year. God damn it. That's is probably... he really deaf? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, he's yeah. definitely... They cast all deaf actors in that movie. It was like, uh, who's the famous woman? Marlene Maples? Is that her name? 
whatever. Is it possible Hollywood's getting worse? In which way? Just lamer. Like the movies? I mean, I don't, you know, maybe this isn't the time for my deaf person rant, which I don't, I don't even really have. Like, I have nothing to, who has beef with deaf people? <laughs> saying a movie full of them, I don't know. Is that entertaining? Is it? Dude, uh, you said it was, so fuck me. Four, How 4. much 2, um, not talking is there? Is it like, are we talking like a quiet place level of no dialogue? Or... Oh, with, with the sign language stuff? Yeah. No, it's just it's, in general for the length of the movie. Is it all sign language? No, because a lot of it is her in like school talking to her friends and like singing and stuff. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know why I like that movie, but it was really good. All right, what's the next, uh, one? next one is leading actress Jessica Chastain for the Tammy Faye Baker movie. Olivia Coleman, who I think she already won. I think she got one a year or two ago. Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, and Kristen Stewart. Shuddy, are you voting with your heart or your brain? I am voting. This is one where I actually have a little bit of knowledge, and I am going to take Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Interesting. Because I really enjoyed the shit out of that movie. It wasn't bad, right? And she was excellent in it. And she sang all all those songs was her actually singing. So what was the movie Olivia Coleman was in? The Lost Daughter, which was on Netflix. I'll take that one. Man, I I did not like that one. Yeah. Um doesn't matter. I could still win this this round. I'm really torn on Jessica Chastain and Kristen Stewart, because while that Spencer movie was boring, people were flipping out. She did look like Princess Diana. She put on a <laughs> She did a good British accent. She's not British. <laughs> so crappy. I know. She looked like... <laughs> All right. You know what? Just to keep things interesting, I'll go with Kristen Stewart. I My heart wants to go with Jessica Chastain, but to make it more interesting for the listeners. But your pussy wants to go with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm listening to my pussy. I really hope that I don't lose this year. I hope I break tradition. You got a one in three shot, Shuddy. I think the odds are much worse than that because I've lost every year. Ah, I mean, I had to brush my teeth with wasabi the other year. Was that for the Oscars or was that another bet? Because the only bets that have been lost that I know of that you lose are sports related. I've lost the Oscar thing before. Sports betting? You haven't told me? No, like when we picked... We did a football pick him when that was when he had to do the body shot off of me. Oh, is that what that was from? Yeah. Oh, nice. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we did. I think that was a year that we picked the opening week winners of the football games. And Kevin used his Uh, brilliant theory of picking the ones whose name came first alphabetically. (laughs) Honestly, fuck yeah. He could have beaten us that week. Who knows? Uh, All right, well. Any given Sunday, right, Jeff? Absolutely, dude. Moving the betting along, uh, supporting actress, Jesse Buckley, who is also in The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. I don't even know who that is, and I watched it. Um, Lame Duty Stench. Judy Dench. Yeah. Belfast. 
Uh, Kirsten Dunst for Power of the Dog. And I'm going to butcher this name. Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. I think that's that's how I would have said it. Who does she play? One of the Williams sisters. Well, I didn't know if it That's was as King... specific as I can get. Yeah, I didn't know if it was King Richard's or uh, Richard Williams' wife or Serena I mean, I mean, it is because she's an adult. Wait, wait, what? She's fifty-three years old, so she was oh. not playing one of the oh. Williams sisters. Oh, who are younger. Oh, it was she... the wife. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, so uh. he didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. I, I I don't know. I don't. I, I never just assumed heard... they would nominate one of the like, sisters. I just liked the way that he said one of the Williams sisters. That's not very fucking helpful to Jeff's question. No, but it no, was. She was even the because mother. I was I yeah, was asking I was who the character was. Like, was it Richard Williams' wife? Because that's a, a character that is more believable to win the award, or was it the daughter? Right. So when he th- said one of the Williams sisters, I just like, I thought it was one of the tennis players. <laughs> I didn't know it was his wife. Ah man, that makes it tough. Cause I feel like Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst is probably the right answer. She did well, a pretty this good is job. One where and, I'm gonna go with my heart and choose Kirsten Dunst. Oh man, you cut me off. I was in the, I'm gonna do uh, that too. I'm, I'm ordering the same thing as Shuddy. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. No, I forgot that your your weird fucking rule about things like that. Well, yeah, and Kevin likes to shake it up here or there and pick something that we don't pick. Not this one though. I'm taking I'm taking Kirsten Dunst too. Okay. I was going to do like a little spiel about why I thought Kirsten Dunst should win it and it was going to be mostly full of lies and things that I don't even I don't even know, but like <laughs> is she the favorite? It, should she win this? I don't know who the favorite is in any of this. I never really look you're, at that. You're so I watch the movies and then dude, nobody knows for sure. Everybody thinks I they have it figured be, out. There's listen, no such thing as a lock. I may be looking at that right now, trying to increase my odds of not fucking hey, stinking it up. There, so, there are no rules against that. Um, we've all made our picks. I can tell you who the favorite in each cat. I mean, I, I mean, son I can of a, even, you son of a bitch. You're doing what I do, and it's gonna win. Fuck. Um, You're gonna have to do this. Ariana Debose is the favorite. Negative two thousand. Ariana Debose sounds like a hot name. Is she hot? Yes, probably. Yeah, that sounds. That's. It's good. not the main. Kevin, girl. you saw the fucking movie. Yeah, but I didn't look anybody up on IMDb afterwards. But I know it's not the main chick. Let's see. Is this her? Okay. Yeah, that's that's who I thought it was going to be. How's the How's the nugs? Uh, the nugatos, as you would say. In she doesn't Dragon really show much nugato action at all. Uh, what a prude! All right. Uh, next one is animated feature. Encanto. That's what I'm picking. Uh, Flea, which is an animated documentary about a guy escaping Afghanistan. Oh my God. Hysterical. I saw it. (laughs) Luca. Um, Mitchell's versus the machines and Raya, the last dragon. I'm going Mitchell's versus the machines. I think that was great. Um, I know audiences liked it. Critics liked it. I think it got a whole bunch of fucking awards at festivals and stuff. I feel like it's a safe bet. I'm going to go with Encanto. Encanto. I've heard enough people say that uh, a movie is actually like, pretty good. And... It, yeah, even though it, it it is the favorite, I was going to pick that because I've 
heard the same thing. No. I don't know. I watched it and I thought the songs were fucking lame and the story was kind of thin. Like if you asked <laughs> me before the uh before you listed off the nominations who I thought like would name me an animated movie in Kanto, I might have been able to guess that was an animated <laughs> movie that came out this year. So yeah. right when I heard it, I was like, oh, I'll take that one. All right, then director Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh Raisuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Has a Japanese person ever won this award? Parasite, that was that's Korean, Korean, right? Yeah. Um Jane Campion, Power of the Dog, Spielberg, West Side Story. Fuck. Treacherous. Tricky, tricky, tricky category. Throwing him in there. It's just like, oh no. Another guy to think about. You got the Legacy Act, Steven Spielberg, a, f- a woman director for Power of the Dog, which Is, everybody's blowing. I wonder if Spielberg's like tied with anyone for like most like best director, and if this would like break said tie, you know, like almost like giving Tom Brady another MVP or some stupid shit like that. I don't know. I think Drive My Car, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story are probably the front runners. I know that only eliminates two of the five. Uh, but helps. that's where I'm picking from. I'm doing. You said Jane Champion was Power of the Dog. Jane Campion, yeah. I'll do Jane Campion. Steven Spielberg is near the bottom of the list currently with two Best Director wins. Oh wow! Wow. So he's- Frank Capra, William Wyler have three. John Ford has four. Whoa! Oh, well, he's- Steven Spielberg tied for. Th- Third with Billy Wilder for nominations currently at eight, with Scorsese having nine, and William Wyler having twelve. Okay. So, do you have a pick, Shuddy, for best director? Um, I'm going to go with Power of the Dog, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems like a safe bet. Feels like that's John like Ford the favorite. Won four out of five Oscars for best director. I feel a zag coming with Drive My Car. I think they want to give it to a Japanese person this year. Drive My Car's odds currently are... Not a bad take. 20 plus 2,500. Is that good or bad? That's not good. Oh. If you would bet $100 on that to win that Oscar, you would win $2,500. Yeah, if there was a good chance that that payout would cash, the books wouldn't give you that price. So there's Whereas a, there's a bad price. for the power of the dog, you would have to bet five thousand dollars to win one hundred dollars. It's a minus five thousand favorite. <laughs> it's a Wait, minus. Is that for best movie? That's for best director, Jane Campion. Oh, oh, so we all selected the right one, right? I have a feeling uh, next week oh, we're going to be announcing that little mama is going to be pooping in my mouth. <laughs> Wait, no, we selected James Campion. You want the Japanese one, right? Yeah. This is how you win these, though. I mean. I'm saying you generally, not you specifically. I don't need to win. I just need to not lose. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> we are literally all just fighting for second place. Oh. Good thing is little mom has to poop every day. So. One, of, one of us will get lucky and win, but all we are trying to do is not be last. Yeah. Not trying to outrun the bear, just trying to be the not the slowest. All right. So best picture. There's 10 of them. Belfast. Coda. Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, 
King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. There's a, a handful in here that I really liked. Like Drive My Car was good. I, I For somebody who loves Japanese movies, I'm, I was expecting to like it a lot more. Motherfucking movie is three hours long. It's so long, the opening credits don't start until 40 minutes into the goddamn film. It was fucking crazy. Um, it was still good, but it d- definitely wasn't the best movie I saw this year. I would be happy if Coda, Dune, King Richard, or Nightmare Alley won. I thought those were all entertaining. I mean, Don't Look Up was, was decent, but I don't feel like it deserves best picture. Um, but yeah, I'm... Since I'm holding Little Mom, I'm going Power of the Dog. Little Mama, you announce it. At least smell the, smell the mic. Ah, uh, I picked the Power of the Dog. Shuddy? I'm going to go Coda. Since I picked the best director, Power of the Dog, I'll go something different there. Those usually... Those those two categories, I think people automatically assume the best director, like whoever wins that, is pretty much a heavy favorite to win the best picture. And that's kind of yeah. my angle to this, too. And I just heard Power of the Dog more times than any other movie, so that's the other reason. Yeah, especially because fucking Sam Elliott's goofy-ass being like, I thought that shit was a little too homo for me. <laughs> and then, like... Every now, now it's like everything. Now every time people are getting interviewed on a red carpet, they're like, "Oh, so what do you think about fucking Sam Elliott talking about Power of the Dog?" It's just like, man, you just made that movie so much more popular. I gotcha. That's interesting. All right. Well, cool. That makes me feel better about taking Power of the Dog, Power Little Mama. But like, uh, man, I feel like it's. I feel like it's either going to be Coda or Power of the Dog. I feel like it's power of the dog. It's too easy. It's I, I'm I'm getting I'm getting the same vibes I got last year as fucking Nomadland. Movie was boring as shit, and it won. So yeah. I'm playing for keeps. I'm picking power of the dog. Um, I was hoping you were gonna pick drive my car again. I had some good jokes set up for that, and some some solid advice i think you're going to drive that car right off a cliff <laughs> well, man, it's more advice than jokes but drive my car is plus 10,000 so oh. that means bad if that means if you bet $100 and it won best picture you would win $10,000 so that means the odds are very low so if you picked drive my car for best director and best picture you should put $50 down on each of those plus another 100 bucks on the parlay. You'd, you'd own this fucking yeah, little apartment you'd own, complex. You'd, yeah. Betting like a pirate. You'd be able to buy property in oh. Los Angeles, California. That's a hell of a bet. Dude, Kevin from uh, The Office put money on uh, John Cougar Mellencamp to win Best Actor <laughs> for plus 10000 You're getting the same odds with an actual movie that came out and is nominated. Holy shit. <laughs> You're getting a way better price than Kevin wow. from the office. 
No, I'm still I'm sticking with Power of the Dog. Want me to text my mom? She can get this bed in. I really don't want to eat little mama's poop. <laughs> my, mom, my mom is my bookie. I, I can text her. We can get these bets in. Power of the Dog is negative 145. Okay. So it's That's the favorite. the favorite, technically, right? That's the favorite, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we just have the two writing ones to go. The adapted is Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and Power of the Dog. I'll go Coda. I don't know. I feel like I haven't said them yet, and they should win one. I, if anything, I would like to go back and take the the Coda best supporting actress or actor. I mean, the, the, I mean, I took my hand off the piece. I'm just saying the the girl who's the lead in Coda, Shuddy, she played Kinsey in the live action Lock and Key show on Netflix. Oh, okay. She underwent like eight months of training to learn sign language and learn how to sing, and learn how to work a fishing boat, all just for this this movie. Oh, shit. Which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah. And she still didn't even get nominated for anything. <laughs> it wasn't um, that impressive. I guess not. Oh, man, I really fucked myself. I positioned the window of the document in such a way that there's no point that I can click and drag. It's fucking stuck exactly where it is. What is... Uh, I don't so know careless. what's happening here. So careless. Ah, I found a trick. Okay. So, Shuddy, do you know what you're picking? Coda. You're doing Coda as well? This is adapted? Yeah. Okay. I'll go drive my car. I think I feel like they got to throw it something or else they'll seem racist. Huh? Against the Japanese. Final one, original screenplay. Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, the worst person in the world. So, just real quick, Kevin, a $100 bet on Drive My Car for Best Adapted Screenplay would net you $1,400 with a victory. God damn it. Man, They people are really against Drive My Car. You should probably start watching the... What's that? What's that? What's that show going? I'm spacing out again. How how do you how would you rate that edible? Pretty good. It's pretty strong. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm oh peacemaker. You should start watching that intro again. Yeah, you start practicing. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. It would have been funnier if I didn't fucking spill it out as poorly as I did, but you know. What if you have to do it naked? Ooh. Uh I really hope I don't lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World. This is the last category that we're taking bets on. This is... Don't Look Up. Interesting, interesting. That's actually... I feel better about following Shuddy on these knowing that he has the odds in front of him. This, listen, I'll tell you the odds. I'm just picking... This is a category where... But it is like it is Hollywood douche. It is an actual original like idea. I know they're all original screenplays, but it is like it's a satire, you know. So I think that's actually a good pick. I'm taking Don't this Look is, Up as well. It's a middle of the packer with the odds. Okay, is anyone a heavy favorite? No. We'll give Kevin that. Into, oh, okay, no, nobody's a heavy favorite. I mean, I'll tell you guys: Licorice Pizza is plus one hundred. Belfast is plus one thirty. 
Don't Look Up plus 500, King Richard and the Worst Person in the World are both plus 2,000. Wow. Okay, so I, I already wrote my thing in for Licorice Pizza. I, I was not impressed so, with Licorice Pizza. I thought it was kind of boring, and as far as coming-of-age stories and Paul Thomas Anderson stuff, underwhelmed. Well, I'm sure everyone but, will be very impressed with your Peacemaker dance. Yep. It's the favorite to win. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Well, there you but go. it's at plus 100, so it's not a sure thing. Oh, no. No, that's a... That's a, that's a, a spot where the, up in the, the air. Yeah. yeah, a good old Kevin Kraft calamity could occur. Okay, so we've we've discussed this in the past before we take our finger off the chess piece, as Jeff pointed out. Do we want to enact the rule the rule where if you pick the best picture winner since it's one in ten, it's worth more point more than one point? Did we didn't we all pick the same one? Or did you pick? Um, we didn't all you pick- both picked Power of the Dog. I picked Coda. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I... So it either works for me or it works against me. But either way, you two would be in the majority. So it's up to you two. I honestly don't know how to feel about this one. We talked about it in the past. I don't know if we've ever implemented it. I'd like to pick a shitty category and have it wipe out my loss if that's the case. If I If I got that one right. Oh no! No, the, the proposal, the rule proposal, is just the best picture is worth two if you get it right, right? Just that one. Yeah. Not like a wild card. I'm because okay. It's I'm one okay in 10 with it. Instead of one in five. It's because I'm like you know we we did with uh, a recent queef or no queef. I like shaking it up with the with the scoring. Sometimes it backfires directly in my face, epically, but I'm down. Should we find the most boring category and make a pick just in case we need a tiebreaker? Yeah. Well, it should be one that they don't even air. I don't know if those are listed. Give me costume uh, design, motherfucker. Let's go. That's what I was thinking, and I think it's on this website. Where is costume? Let's see. Can I fucking select it? Player Witch uh, Mama Project. What are you doing? She's going for it, huh? And these costume. odds there we go. Costume by BetMGM. Updated this afternoon at noon. Oh, this is a this is a good one to have as as a tiebreaker. Uh, costume design is for Cruella, Cyrano, which I've only seen billboards for because it's Peter Dinglish's is <laughs> fucking plaster all over it. You say Dinglish? Dinglishers. <laughs> okay. So yeah, whatever the fuck that movie is, Dune. Nightmare Alley and West Side Story. I'll go Dune. I'm going to go West Side Story. I'm going to go Cruella. Wow. Okay, so Shuddy is Cruella. Jeff is Dune. And I'm the West Side Story. All right, well, next week we find out who is the victor and who will be... Okay, you have to do the naked Peacemaker dance dance at a public park. It's terrible. No. Pass. Not whoever, whoever loses is um, a sex offender. <laughs> you got to... 
and you have to introduce yourself as such to all your neighbors. Yeah. And then we will film you doing that and put the video on Patreon. Yeah. If it ever gets, if it ever goes sideways, we'll run in and say, we're just joking. And then we'll go to the next house. All right. So real quick, just cause we haven't done it in a while. I think we have time for, for maybe one or two voicemails. Yay. Um, Shit. Oh, I wait. I supposed to oh. tell you about something. Yep. Actually, yeah. we don't. You know what? We're going to Indian give voicemails. You know, we actually yeah. don't have time for voicemails. Yeah, we have to announce the the last remaining uh, matches of MSPH Wrestling this weekend on Saturday. Well, that's that's actually really responsible of you because that's – I was uh, – the great Poudini graced us with a voicemail was what I was going to – Oh God! We're all over the place here. We're farting. We get farts back. Nice. Uh, no, Hopefully. there's unfortunately no farting. Uh, oh my goodness! Like pooping. I, Kathy calls in and doesn't poop. Poudini calls in and doesn't fart. Listen, up I, is down, story, left is right. There's a there's a story that goes. Uh, um. Oh, that yeah? goes with it, but I don't want to. I don't want to tell that part of the story until we hear the voicemail. All right, so we'll, we'll push that. But real quick, what are the, what are the final matchups we're announcing? Um, I have to get into the email. I don't know why it logged me out. Hang on. Dom has this super fucking complicated encrypted <laughs> password because he didn't like the one that I set up. Hold on, me and Sharon didn't turn the keys at the appropriate time. <laughs> so I unlock. need to I needed to figure out the special characters he clopped on at the end. All right. MSPH Wrestling Eleven, St. Patty's Day beat 'em up, Saturday, March twenty sixth at eight PM. Dom's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Dom V three eleven. By the way, that is Eastern Standard Time. Right? Not Eastern Daylight Time. How the fuck would I know? You said Eastern, right? Nope. It's Eastern Daylight Time, which is today. Which is what we're in now. Okay, so what time? Nope, maybe not. It's 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. I don't know why I had to get fancy and try and... Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I'll be there. All right. There is a no disqualification knockout match for the MSPH Women's Championship. The GOAT is cashing in her missed money in the bank, facing off with the current champion, Pooping Kathy. It's boner time. It's boner. Uh, then there's a last man standing match, which this one, the fact that this happens, there's some discord building in the Puminati because it is the voice of God versus Ginger oh, and Juice. Uh, because uh, Mike wants to put an end to Tim for good after he left him high and dry at the last event, causing them to lose the tag team championships. Oh, God! Trick fight. Wow. Trick fight. Wow. All right. Uh, and then we have an eight-man battle royal. The winner will become the number one contender for the MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. And that is going to be Fonzo versus Big Sexy versus Alex Wilson versus Blaine Voorhees <laughs> versus Boognish versus Arts versus Shawnee Razorface versus Chief Brody. Eleven wet trillion. 
Oh, God. Wow. And then we have a steel cage match for the uh, MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. Oh, God! The challenger, Mexican Thanos, Gorilla Jaw, <laughs> versus the dragon, Jeff Clark. Oh. Oh, God! Which, this next part was not discussed with the deputy commissioner. What the so fuck is a mammal? I, I disagree with this strongly, but oh, Dom wow. has made a decision, and this is we're going to have to live with this. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Shuddy. Because he's held the title for 611 days and has yet to be defeated, if Jeff the Dragon Clark wins and retain his title, he will immediately become the second inductee into the MSPH Wrestling Hall of Fame. Ow! And the first one, if I remember correctly, is Bat Dad. Yes. Parmesan. He will be Poof. the first uh, pre-mortem inductee. Act, we'll say active inductee. Parmesan. Poof. Wow. <laughs> I might cry if I join Bat Dad in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Wow. Holy shit. Little mama, we got a train. We got a big weekend in front of us. And uh, the entrants that have been confirmed so far for the Royal Rumble match The Leprechaun, (laughs) Shrap Metal, Dom, Razor Ramon, and Demon Metis. More surprise entrants will be revealed during event. The full event card with the order of matches uh, will be posted on the Patreon at the end of the week prior to the event. That's good nice. stuff. Yeah. Um, and if you've never watched one of these before, <clears throat> make this one your first. Check it out. They are, they are very fun. We're all in the comments of Twitch, uh, you know, chatting it up during the whole event. Um we got five dollar tier and up Patreon gets Zoom gets to hang out in Zoom with us. Yeah, there is a Zoom link. We'll be on there. We'll be farting around. We'll be drinking. We'll be smoking. Smoking. I'll drinking. I'll smoking. It's a good time. Um, definitely check it out. Shout out to the commissioner for putting it all together. Shout out to you, Dom. Yeah, thanks, buddy. And shout out to you, the Puminati, for listening every week, keeping us afloat. Uh, we are all very appreciative of you and enjoy you hear us rambling about farts and dicks and poop every week. On God! On God! On God! On God! Oh, God! Um, so if you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Hour. We got, I feel like the episode of Queef or No Queef that comes out this Saturday is fucking epic. It yes. was one of the most fun, eventful, uh, uh, dramatic, w- dramatic, weighty. It is a, it's a fucking great one for all the people that love Queef or No Queef. This, this could be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, this is the Godfather of Queef or No Queefs. Um, a new episode of Dragon Ball Queef comes out on Wednesday. Oh yeah, uh, Wednesday the twenty third. So depending on when you're listening to this, that might already be live. Jeff watched a basketball anime, so you will get to see the left side and right side of Jeff's brain compete over 
I hate this, it's anime. I love this, it's basketball. I hate this, it's anime. I love this, it's basketball. Yeah, what a mind fuck. Yep. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for those. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffra Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can also watch the shows minus the Easter egg on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Um, send your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Might want to hold off on the voicemails. I didn't even get a chance to open it, but it's probably been like a month since we've done any, so there's going to be a fuckload. Um, I guess that's it, right? Anything yeah. else? Any dates at Chuckles? Oh, listen to the Bet Slipping podcast if oh, you yeah. could. Uh, my sports betting podcast I do for the USA Today Sports Network. Uh, I've been grinding pretty hard in the NBA, giving out daily NBA picks. Also, we'll cover March Madness, uh, the uh, Elite Eight and Final Four that's uh, upcoming this weekend. And uh, I'll try to do some golf as well. That's at least on my Twitter. I've been killing it in golf, which is nice. A lot of upsets this weekend in the NCAA tournament. A. Yeah, yeah. My survivor pool got fucked. My bracket's still looking all right, but yeah, the uh, tournament's always. I just every time I would scroll through Facebook, starting Saturday afternoon, I would see ESPN posting only a hundred perfect brackets left, and then by the end of Saturday night, I think it was down to one or none at this point. Does does Warren Buffett still do the billion for a perfect bracket thing? Right? Isn't that what he was doing? Warren Buffett would give you a billion dollars if you were ever to pick a perfect bracket. I mean, Nobody does those? No one can. It's, it's impossible. I can actually... It's not impossible. It's pretty much impossible. Damn. Like, the odds are just, like, stupid. So... And Warren Buffett knows it twice. He wanted to give a billion dollars if anyone were to pull that shit off. What a son of a bitch. Dude, I'm so <laughs> hungry. All right, well, I guess we've reached the end of the road, friends. So until next time, ooh, something! Check, check, poop. Check, check, poop. Ma'am. Um. I want to dildo myself with trefoils, little mama. They're, <laughs> they're nut inducing. That stare she gave me was very appropriate. Did she do a head tilt? No, it was just deadpan like. You really just say that? What's up, yo? What up, Fabi? Hmm. What color do I look like? Blue. I'm blue? God damn it. It's Uh, all your fault, little mama. It's all your fault. Sideways head? Sideways head? She's just like, I heard this guy talk about shoving Girl Scout cookies up his ass, and now I can't look him in the eye. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> getting eye contact with the rest of this evening. I'm all right, right? I'm not. I sound okay, right? Yeah, you're not echoing. Okay. All right, cool. I did it right. Shut him myself. Ow! Dude, I'm podcasting hungry. Yeah!
ow, ow, ow. Famished. I think. When you eat some Girl Scout cookies. I'm also podcasting pretty high. I think the Joey Diaz weed is strong. <laughs> I think you're correct. <laughs> it's it's given me uh, the munchies, and I, I really want to eat stuff. I, I mean, eat a bunch of stuff. You were also just vigorously ripping that bowl. I mean, I finished the bowl. That's what I was going for. I didn't think I, I didn't think <laughs> of it as vigorous, vigorously ripping it. But now that you say that, then yeah, I, I probably was. Oh man, we gotta get some food after. I think I'll. I think. Ow! I don't know. I don't. It's not like I've been tracking this, but I figure I would podcast better hungry. I thought about like interesting, like a couple. I've had to, I've had to like put in a couple late nights, just like breaking down sports handicaps for bets that I'm gonna make, and I will try not to eat those evenings because I feel <laughs> like eating will weigh me down. Because I mean, I guess there's an argument. I, I I could just eat like salad or eat something really healthy, and maybe that wouldn't. Oh, hold me like you know weigh me down or make me tired but i can't do that well the sirius xm studios they used to keep them ice cold and i think they do that with television television studios um tv sets they keep it cold to keep everybody like on their toes because if you're if you're like super warm you're just kind of like so i should open all my windows yeah you're gonna kind of just like relax yeah yeah. you're right i don't know i'm a little tired so you know just uh so yeah, it's gonna be a mellow show today. Like when I take my laptop to my bed, and like sit up, and like try to focus, like I'll I'll just essentially fall asleep sitting up in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> it does Ow! not work at all for me. Ow! What's the matter with you, Shuddy? I've had a shit day. That's all. But fucked by Big Acai. Butt-fucked by shitty fucking employees who just no-call, no-show. Yikes. Sucks, dude. Man. Oh, I see how it is with you millennials. Job force got it too good. That's it, you're fired. (laughs) Starting OnlyFans. See what I care. The problem is he can't get a hold of them to fire them. (laughs) They just aren't (laughs) showing up. Like, they're just not. Yeah, didn't show up, didn't answer the phone, didn't respond to messages, just fucking. Well, did you call the hospital? Is there a chance? No, he gave his two weeks notice last week. Oh. Oh, so he just, he didn't complete his two weeks. He's just ghosting. He's like, I'm going to leave in two weeks. And then just decided he. The way he was doing that was not showing up. So, oh well, you got to find it, whatever his new job is, and narc on him. He'll fucking slash his tires. <laughs> That's way better. I'm gonna waterboard him with Ajayi. <laughs> that would be sick. God, it would be. Oh, that's not doing it for you. Okay, shove some pitaya up his ass. If, uh, <laughs> I could listen to you as Shuddy as a big Ajayi kingpin. <laughs> For hours. I can't. I should... Not today. Well, all right, but maybe that should be like an MSPH exclusive. <laughs> Start a new Patreon show, yeah. or it's just Shuddy. Bo- it's a, it's a, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, we'll do like Shuddy Boy fan fiction, and like we'll, we'll work on it, and then you'll just act it out. Yeah, you know how like in those early Biggie albums when he would like put on a different voice and rap yeah. from the perspective Kendrick of somebody does else. That. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just do that. Man, we're on to something here. 
Give me that baby ring and the number one mom pendant. I feel. <laughs> I feel like he'd have to be wearing a suit all the time. Like big, big ass Ie Shuddy wears a suit. Oh yeah, a very nice suit, like a Joe suit. All white. I'm wearing a five thousand dollars suit. Yeah, it's all white. It's yeah. all white. He the, looks the like pocket King... square is purple for Acai. He absolutely. You're thinking ahead of me, actually. Yeah, he's kind of looks like a bearded kingpin from. Is that the oh, guy? from Daredevil? From right, Daredevil. If this is listen, guys. If this is what you're gonna do today, I'm just gonna go back to work, which I have to do after the podcast anyway. So. I'm oh, just damn. I'm just riffing, trying to kill some time for you. I didn't know. Are, are you? I, I don't know. Are you ready to record or ready to? Uh, do, do I'm the podcast? just sitting here waiting for you guys for my fucking health. <laughs> All right. From man, Shuddy has no time for for Easter eggs. From <laughs> I have no patience for being the brunt of the jokes when I'm having the, the shittiest fucking day I've had in the last year. So seriously. Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party are. Oh, shit! Uh-oh. Wait a second, wait a second. Uh, wait, you need wait, record permission. Yeah. We don't have record permission. Oh no! I accidentally I got muted. muted you, trying to give you mute uh, record permission. So you'll need to unmute yourself, Kevin. Ground control to Major Tom. All right, should we? Let's see. Is this recording get, in progress? Do I got to do the Los Angeles, California thing again? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour. (laughs) 